Welcome to the Angels, the Educated Asian Man for May 19th, 2021. How is that going? How's it going? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. API month, and I'm already at Why? It's halfway through. God, it like, it just, it just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of ed education and adulation. That's been right, but I digress. Um, I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate that my prediction and my shit-talking that was justified has actually come true. I'm talking about the AT&T. <laughs> AT&T, if you want to listen to my long history of like talking about them as an investor or outside looking in, um, go to the episode 129, was it? It was from October 2019. God, I'm like pulling the archives here ever so slowly. Like this show is never ready, you know? So I'm talking about this. Uh, so I talked about them in October 2019. Yes, episode 132. Why uh, from October 2nd, 2019? Why AT&T is the next GE? And then, uh, funny enough, almost two and a half, uh, almost year and a half later. I mean, in between, there are some other AT&T topics, Warner Media topics that I talked about. You know about the Snyderverse that I talked about last year. Why I wasn't looking forward to it. Uh, and then also the review of the Snyderverse and the Wonder Woman review in 1984. God, I talked about their stuff a lot. So go back and listen to the 132 episode, however. That probably summarizes everything, not just the, the mass media merger that's about to happen with Discovery, although it'll take a year and a half to go back and do. Um, but also 5G technology and all the other businesses, business that they were involved forever. And then why they are coming to a conclusion after this long that it's a bad idea. And then they need to kind of unwind all the bad spending they did. So just to lay it out, all the spending and the mergers and acquisitions they did over the last 10 years. Uh, just off my head, I can think of. 2013, 2014, they paid T-Mobile America $5 billion for the $50 billion merger that didn't go through. That was like a penalty fee they had to pay, right? And they gave T-Mobile a leg up to buy more LTE bands and be a true number three wireless carrier buying Sprint Mobile. So $5 billion, absolutely given away for something that wasn't going to pay antitrust. 2015, they merged with DirecTV, the satellite company. It's an outdated technology. What are they going to do with this thing? Nothing. They were keep losing customers. Didn't really convert any of them into U-verse or any of the fiber plan that they got. And they just started trying to wash it off. $43 billion spent there. They buy this ad tech company called uh, AppNexus, which became Xander, for about allegedly $2 billion. And it just, they shoved it away into Warner Media as the online platform use. And then it just $2 billion down the fucking drain. And Leap Wireless, that's the other one they bought, 2014. I mean, they bought more bands for that one. It's their expertise. And to, another one is uh, 2015, they bought the, 
the Telemexica or whatever, whatever, the Mexican roaming network, you know, I guess would with respect to their expertise, it kinda is working out. Although some people are saying it's a disaster. The big one, obviously, is Time Warner 2018. They went double retard and decided to spend 83 billion dollars, almost 85 billion dollars, to go through with a lot refinanced and some stocks, etc., etc. And now they finally come to this conclusion yesterday, this week, that they were going to spin it off, spin off Warner Media and combine with Discovery, you know, which is a much smaller network. And then Discovery Plus just started. Now, not only the $85 billion is there, but also consider the cost because the Trump said it's a network CNN cannot allow this to happen. Spend all that money to argue against the Department of Justice and also pay the Jason Killer. Killar from the formerly of Hulu and Amazon about 52 million in pay package and this guy is not going to be a CEO anymore because the discovery dude is going to be the CEO of this merger right so it's in a fucking limbo with HBO Max and everything if you add up just those numbers you're looking at about 140 billion dollars holy shit just in the last eight years that they decide to spend out of the thin air, yes, some are dead, interest rates are low, blah, blah, blah. I talked about this. And they have this ridiculous dividend that they're paying, 5 to 7%, depending on what the price of the share is. And one thing that people skirted over and then the Kramer and all these motherfuckers started talking about is like, wait a minute, this merger is cutting the AT&T dividend. That was like a dividend aristocrat. And some people are arguing with me. That like, look, I ditched AT&T shares, disclaimer. I had them and then I sold them off. Because I knew it was not going to crack $40 a share again. And I made money because of their awesome dividend. But then I said, fuck it, I'm not wasting time with this shit. When it was like $35 or something. And it at some point recovered to $38. And I just sold it. I broke even, but then took the dividends as long as I could for over two years or whatever. Uh, but then I just went, I would spend better money on people who know what they're doing with the actual growth strategy. So I decided to refunnel that money into like Verizon, Ericsson, Nokia. Yes, Nokia is a bit of a meme stock. And then I have a better potential. And yes, Verizon has its own kink and issues with the, you know, not cracking $60 a share. But they knew they had to call it early. And then say, fuck it. And aborted the whole AOL effort. Funny how Time Warner, AOL, you know, all come together here. It's not the same AOL it was 20 years ago. It's not the same Time Warner it was Warner Media that was 20 years ago. But holy fuck. Like, $140 billion later. Like, they're really coming to their senses as to they bought all these things. And I have absolutely no idea what the fuck they wanted to do with it. And then now they admit defeat. And Kramer, Jim Kramer, is like ripping AT&T over this. And I just go like, I don't even give credence to this guy. Because I just go, look man, if, you're, if you really follow how this business works and knowing what they would do. Because there are like a lot of journalists like Peter Kafka or something were going, why would you buy this? Warner Media. You know? And then Warner Media wasn't exactly a glorious fucking 
you know, a commodity asset either. And then they said, all right, let's do this $80 billion merger. Like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. They fucking snatch up on a fucking deal. They would take it. What a legacy of the Turner Media. But, you know, I, I just go, I told you this would happen. And then it, they were trying to satisfy with no plan. They wanted to keep this dividend ratio. My argument has been that you should, if you're going to do this and acquire everybody for where there are a lot of capital is going to be spent on either content creation or ramping up for talent, you know, not just engineering, but for content talent, you know, you need to pay for the sex in the city again. You need to pay the dish DC stars again, you know. It ain't just engineering talent out there. Like, and this is why Netflix was spending, what, $16, $17 billion on content to get the cred, you know, through stand-up comedians and all that shit. And then I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you were doing. You don't know what the fuck you were trying to do with a direct TV. You don't know what the fuck you're trying to do when you didn't think it was going to go through with a fucking T-Mobile. Five billion, psh, you know. Look how good that five billion dollar looks now. But I could shit talk them all day long. But anyways, go back and listen to the episode 132. But basically, it's a long-winded way of saying, I told you so. I told you so. This would happen. So, fuck AT&T shares. Fuck all of it. Fuck this merger. I feel sorry for the people working in there, working their asses off, not get paid. Fuck all these people. Fuck Randall Stevenson, the old CEO who's still getting paid $23 million a year for some reason until his death through this retirement package. Fuck John Stanky, the current CEO of AT&T Corporate. Because I'm just like, Stanky is the one who put this shit together, saying you gotta buy Warner Media. This is ridiculous. And is there any accountability here? No, there isn't. They just unwound everything and say, oh, good fucking luck. But I just go like, this has been a shit show. It's an absolute travesty. What a waste. And AT&T, like I said back two years ago, that debt level is ridiculous despite how they do the financial engineering with the cash flows and refinancing over and over and over. They have the largest corporate debt that's not a financial institution. Good fucking luck. Good fucking luck. And they had to cut the dividends now. And then they had to sneak that shit in there. Instead of saying, we're investing for the future. Or admit that you live in the old fucking you know, earnings or something. So I told you so. I was right. And then uh, there it is. Speaking of more investment talk here. Oh boy, oh boy. We're really talking about a lot. Michael Burry of the Big, big Short. Also, a year ago, I did an episode on, I called it a big snort from April 8th, 2020. My God, this is a lot of retrospective episode here the last couple weeks. Um, he has a $530 million bet against Tesla. So nobody knows what the hell his short position is exactly, but then this somehow made the round because of his uh, firm, the Scion Capital, uh, is saying that, yes, we had this, all the releases, and I said, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they, they, they're like, what, what was his rationale? But then he said, he has, he has held 800,000 shares of put option, uh, put option of 800,000 shares. So worth about 534 million as of the end of the first quarter. Quarterly report comes out from the Scion, Scion Asset Management. So 
I don't know what the put prices are, but I'm gonna guess that, you know, he said, fuck it, I'm gonna ride with this. Um, <laughs> and if you see all these other people like Kathy Wood I talked about last week with ARK Investment and all that, start shedding all the Tesla shares. I just go, all right, I'm ready to watch the shit show. I'm just, like, excited to see how this goes. So let's see. But I, I'm going to caution because so many people get celebrity obsessed, like Kathy Wood, like Michael Burry. But you know what? Usually you have one big, large shot, and then you go, wow, you did great. But a lot of the times, it's like that, that success after one big moonshot don't really pan out. I'm not saying, like, there's just, like, one-shot wonders, both of them, Kathy and Michael Burry. But I just go, like, uh-huh, I take it with a caution. So, you know, there's that. Uh, speaking of the AAPI, AAPI, um, I have an AAPI of the week. And, yes, I was lazy last week, um, you know, picking Archegos, Archegos, whatever the people say, Bill Huang, and then that segue into Kathy Wood. And rest of the AAPI. But this week, I actually have an actual nominee for the AAPI. Uh, it's not myself. It's not Bill Huang, my usual suspects. It's going to be Alexander Chi from the GQ magazine. So this just popped up in my Firefox pocket recommendation. An article from May 14, 2021. Uh, what my Korean father taught me about defending myself in America. And there's a photo of Alex Chi on here. So that's my AAPI of the week. I'll put a link to the article in the description below. Uh, but basically, uh, he was talking about his experience growing up in America, but I think he was born. And then his father coming to Texas, you know, it's a, it, it sounds like the movie Minari, but instead of an Arkansas, it's in Texas, and then moving to California and all that stuff. And then <laughs> they're like, how to be resilient. You know, it's, the, it's a very... It's a very heartwarming article, I must say. You know, I, I as much as I made fun of all the uh, the Academy Award nominees this year, like fucking Van Life movie one, The Nomad or some shit, and every single movie is fucking sad or depressing or emo. And then I feel like it's like a virtual signaling of all the nominations. Like I'm sorry, none of these movies are fucking phenomenal. You know, even Minari compared to what was it, The Parasite? I talked about this two weeks ago. Go listen to my rant. Fucking Van Life movie is the best movie of the year. Are you fucking kidding me? You know? Viola Davis got screwed again. Second time. But anyways. Uh, to celebrate the AAPI month. Again, I'm only one letter out of the four. So I do not understand rest of the American. Or the Pacific. Or the Islander part of it. I guess I can only do Asia. But it just go. This is a basically a cool summary of like... Uh, yeah, there's just a second generation, one and a half generation immigrant life. And then it's a Korean. Um, and then how to survive in the society, especially amongst the white people. <laughs> All that. I'm just going to read the very last paragraph. And then I just go, uh, what is it? Each time I've tried to, tried to even write this, a rage takes over. And then the only thing I want to do with my hands doesn't involve writing, and I stop. But I know from learning to fight that hitting someone else means using yourself to do it. My father's advice about fighting being the last resort has, has given me another lesson. You turn yourself into a weapon when you strike someone else in the end. Another way to erase yourself. And so you do that last. In the meantime, you fight that. You first fight with yourself for yourself. You may never be able to protect what you love. But at least you can try. At least you will be ready. 
Um, so yeah, so you know, his father was also a Taekwondo instructor and all that, which is like, oh, it sounds so fucking stereotypical trope, BK. What is the point? I just go, nah, it was a fun writing that I enjoyed. Um, you know, growing up in Maine, Tech, and then his father coming from Brownsville, Texas, and California, and all that stuff. This man has been all over the place, like I have, you know, or this, this family through a couple generations. Because I go, like, I have four fucking driver's licenses, and then I have, like, I immigrated twice. I don't think anyone can offer the diverse experience that I ha- I can offer. So it makes it unique. Am I perfect? No. But I'm able to like speak through those experiences as evidenced by this fucking audio recording. Still questioning what my exact relevance to the AAPI is. You know, do all that stuff. And I make fun of it in a gist. But I think if you're worried about what the fuck, like BK, are you not an ally or something? I'd be like, Look, man, listen to the 225 or so that audio that I have released on this thing. You can fill up, you can probably listen to all my shows in the entire AAPI month or the Asian Heritage Month in Canada, you know, and then get my gist. And then it's not just an Asian experience. I happen to be one, but I think I come from covering some of the minority and other views. And the contrast and also the others. Some of the majority view that you might have when it comes to PC police or some of the virtue signaling. I just go bullshit. You're just doing it for your own good. So, you know, there's that. I'm going to leave it there this week. What what was I really going off on this week other than, oh my god, I was right about AT&T. Yes, and Michael Burry is going off again. And then, uh, oh, this article I'm recommending. I nominated an actual AAPI of the week. Now I need to find the Pacific Islander to nominate. I don't want to nominate The Rock. I, do I have to go Roman Reigns here? Or, I'm sorry, yeah, you know, I, Samoa Joe. It's always a wrestler. I don't know any other famous Pacific Islander, Jason Momoa. But I go, Jason Momoa and Roman Reigns look the same. Anyways, I digress. This is going off the rails. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on the AA Show. Uh, where you, wherever you find this thing, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music Podcasts, all that stuff. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram dedicated to this thing. Uh, so... AA-show.outlook.com AA-show.outlook.com Thanks for listening And then uh, Happy AAPI week We're halfway through this Awesome month And then uh, I'll go find The Pacific Islander To nominate next week But if you have a suggestion Please email me Alright Peace out